Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that looks at the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. In this episode, let's go back to uh, an episode that we did on November 22nd um, of 2022, last year. And I want to build on that. So since we released that episode, uh, I've gotten a lot of questions and comments that spurred a lot of conversations um, around being busy. So the title of that episode uh, is uh, Being Busy is a Mindset. And in that episode, I unpacked uh, several different ways that we can reframe how we think about being busy and how we set ourselves up to be busy in the direction of our goals. And again, since, I've, uh, since we've released that episode, um, had lots of conversations with different people and questions about um, how valuable that was, how, um, how it's something that people maybe haven't necessarily thought about or it's information that they needed that they didn't know that they needed. And um, I think there's an opportunity to, to build on, on that. So through these conversations, through questions that we've gotten, um, I want to use this time to expand on that concept, to expand on those, um, those takeaways and that guidance that I worked to provide in the previous uh, episode. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I would highly recommend uh, you do that at some point. You don't have to listen to it before you listen to this one, but I do think that it is going to be helpful to help kind of give you a a full suite uh, of tools and um, just to reframe how you think about everything. So again, that episode uh, was on November 22nd of last year. So you can go back and listen to that um, whenever you get a chance. I do think it'll help to add value to this conversation. But ultimately, there's so much there's so much around being busy. It it really is such a primary narrative in so many of our lives. Um, And unfortunately, it is a narrative that often has um, or comes with uh, a negative connotation or a group of negative consequences. Things like, um, you know, I was going to accomplish that, or I wanted to accomplish that, but I was too busy, or I never got around to that thing that I wanted to do um, because I was too busy, or I didn't spend time with these people that I care about because I was too busy. The list goes on and on and on. And so, busy, um, while it has become a, um, you know, so often a, um, you know, kind of a primary leg on which we stand and how we describe ourselves. And even sometimes how we look to um, to define the person that we are or want to become, it doesn't seem like it is often positioned in relation to positive experiences and um, and moving us in the direction uh, of of the things that we want to do. So I want to work to to just unravel that and to to really think about busy as something that can set us up for success. Um, And so again, I want to take today to build on these concepts um, and and, and reframe so much of our relationship with being busy is based on language. And that language doesn't often support how we want to be busy, how we can be busy, 
um, and how we use our time to set ourselves up for success. And so it really is is so much more of, of, a, of a language conversation. I'm not here to necessarily tell anyone how they should schedule their days or how they should maximize their you know calendar to set themselves up for success. There's a lot of that kind of you know quote unquote hacky um, information. You know five five hacks to being less busy or five hacks to getting done what you want to do in a day. I, I'm not here to weigh in on that. Um, I, I think that there is a much more nuanced and deeper conversation to be had. While certainly there are tools that we can leverage and skill sets that we can develop and things that we can deploy to, to help us move through our days in a way that is more productive and more efficient, I think we have to, we have to start at a, at a more foundational level before we can start to, to implement those things. So before we can start to leverage things like time blocking and, and, um, and, and think about our schedules more critically and think about um, how we're using uh, moments for efficiency throughout our day to, um, to, to the, their fullest extent, I think we first have to understand what busy looks and feels like in our lives and the role that it plays. And then again, more specifically, the language around being busy that we have used to create our own personal narrative. And that's where I really see people struggle or get bogged down is they can't they can't shift their own narrative around what it feels like for them to to engage day after day in a way that doesn't feel feel like they are getting the most out of their time or uh, or are being satisfied um, in how they use that time and so that's what I really want to 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 help people understand and to hopefully provide some some guidance and some tools uh, is to, to really shift that internal, that narrative, that internal dialogue uh, when it comes to being busy. So again, uh, if you haven't had a chance to do so, um, check back with our last episode towards the end of last year. It was on November 22nd. I do think that that would be helpful. It's called Being Busy as a Mindset. We're going to talk about the evolution of those concepts today and, um, and how we can build on them to really to really sink our teeth into to, to what it looks and feels like to be busy in a positive direction and the direction of the things that we care most about. If you're like me, you know how important it is to fuel your activities and ensure you're recovering properly in between workouts. That's where the Amino Company comes in. With their products, Heal and Perform, I'm able to access sustained energy and increased power output during my workouts as well as recover faster and more efficiently. I use Heal for recovery. It's a 100% science-backed formula that was originally developed for astronauts to maintain muscle mass in space. Taking Heal after my training has allowed me to increase my recovery and decrease soreness, making my body feel stronger and healthier overall. This patented science-backed amino acid blend is designed to replenish your sore muscles after tough workouts. Heal's great for post-workout nutrition and is scientifically more than three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein source. 
Perform is my go-to for before and during training sessions. Perform has been scientifically proven to improve muscle performance, reduce fatigue and recovery times, and increase the benefits from your workouts. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. Since taking Perform, I've seen increases in my maximal strength in the gym as well as feel the benefits during endurance training. It provides sustained and lasting energy throughout my day without any crash or harmful side effects. I've been using Perform and Heal from the Amino Company daily and I've seen huge improvements in both my performance and recovery. As a business owner and athlete, I'm beyond excited to have found something that helps me get the most out of my training and recovery so that I can maximize my precious training time. So right now, when you visit aminoco.com backslash EM30 and use the discount code EM30 at checkout, you get 30% off. So if you're looking to take your recovery to the next level and try science-backed products designed to boost your performance by up to three times, then visit aminoco.com backslash EM30 and use the discount code EM30, that's EM30 at checkout, to get 30% off plus a free gift with purchase. That's aminoco.com backslash EM30. Use offer code EM30 at checkout. So let's let's dive in. If you'll if you listen to the previous episode, one of the things that I talked about is a, a good friend of mine. Um, described herself being busy using very, very critical and nuanced language. And I thought this was something that was that was really genius and and, and had um had a had a real impact on me as I and continues to do so as I think more about it. And it was um the language that she used was um abundance versus busy. So when she talks about being busy, um, she talks about, she, she says, I'm in a place of abundance. And that for her, the real, the nuance there, the shift was when, when she's busy, that was when things were, were out of alignment. So that actually had kind of held a, a negative connotation is that while her schedule is very full and while her days are very busy, um, and, 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 and packed, and she has lots of responsibilities, it is, um, she would describe it as being abundant. She has a lot of opportunities. And that only, only when, when things are tilted in a direction that doesn't feel positive does she feel busy. And so that was a really striking change in language. And again, that's what I really want to get at is, is that so much of, of this, this dialogue that, that we often battle with in our own minds is, is, a, is a conversation, uh, it's a battle to be fought with language. And so abundance versus busy. Um, and one of the things that I, that I think to, to build on that concept, so that's, that's a fantastic shift in language. Whatever words resonate with you, I would encourage you to maybe think about a word to replace busy. Um, what is it that, that feels 
like something you can connect to in a positive way if busy doesn't feel productive. Now, if you're fine with busy, great. Let's use that and we'll lean into it. But so often that's not does not hold a, a positive connotation. So maybe there's another word there. You can use abundance or you can find another word that feels like you can connect to. But if we build on that, so, so we take this abundance versus busy as a kind of foundational concept. One of the things that strikes me is that if, if you ask people um, what they would do with the extra time, or what do you feel like you're missing out on, or um, if you had those hours back in the day, or if you felt like you had more space, what would you do? And oftentimes, the, the answer is, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I just, I just feel like I need more time in the day. Um, I'm not sure, but it just feels like I'm too busy. Well, I think we can start by understanding what would you do if you got that time back? Um, and I think, again, this is a conversation to be had with ourselves using very specific language to identify where it is that we're not being fulfilled. So if you ask yourself the question, what would I do if I got that time back? And you don't know exactly what it is, then we need to, we need to back up. So one of the things you can start with is, um, what are you not doing that you want to be doing? Um, what, what, what is it? Right? Let's pick an activity. Let's pick a thing. Where, where are you not engaging that you would like to engage? A few examples could be a consistent movement practice. Right? Are you not maintaining consistency with your movement, with showing up for your personal health and well-being? And if you had more time, you'd like to fill it with that. Excellent. Okay, that's a good example. Um, family, friends. Um, maybe you're falling behind at work, right? Where is it specifically um, that you're not doing what you want to be doing? Um, and then get clear on what it is you feel that you're missing out on, right? Is it a particular experience? Is it a particular way that you would like to engage in life? Um, is it... Um, a particular, is it opportunities that you feel like you're missing out on? And then when you've answered those questions, when you have very clear answers to what would I do if I had more time? If I wasn't as busy as I am now, or if I was able to manage my time in a way that felt more productive and more sustainable, if I was able to create space, what would I do with it? Once you're clear on what would fill that time, then the next layer is make sure those things are in alignment with your personal vision and mission. So I talked about this in, this in the previous episode that we did on being busy, but that really where we often are misaligned is that we are not doing things that are in alignment with our mission, vision, and values. Now, these are our personal mission, vision, and value. So when you have an answer to that question, what would I be doing? Then make sure that those things are in alignment with your personal mission, vision, and core values. 
right? They need to be in alignment with the person that you want to be. <clears throat> they need to be in alignment with the things that you care most about. So that's going to make sure that if and when that time presents itself, if you're able to create that space, if you're able to engage in a way that is more fulfilling, that ultimately the outcome of that engagement will be fulfilling as well. Right? If you fill that time with things that aren't in alignment with, with who you want to be and how you want to live your life, well, you're going to find yourself in the same, back in the same trap. You're just going to be busy again. You're going to have lots of stuff to do. But none of it is going to be in the direction of, of the things that you care most about. Um, so I think, again, as a, as a shift in language, we don't want to work to get the time back and then waste it. right? So this is just a reframe kind of mentally in how we describe that experience. Is that everybody's chasing more time, chasing more space, more more opportunities to do something, to do more things. Okay, great. Then what are you going to do with it, right? Let's not be in pursuit of this, of this extra time um, and then not know how we're going to use it, right? So if you can get an hour back a week, if you can find space uh, or, again, set yourself up to create moments where you're in control of your time and you're not running around feeling like you're putting out, you know, jumping from fire to fire, putting these out, um, managing all these different responsibilities. If you can actually take control of that time, then what are you going to do with it? So let's work to, if we're going to be in that, uh, if we're going to be in that space, right? If that's going to be our narrative, that we're working to get more time then don't waste it. Um, so again, make sure that you really have clear, firm answers to what it is you're actually chasing. Right? What, it, what is it that you're actually trying to accomplish? The answer can't be, I just want more time. To do what with? Right? And then the next layer is, how do those things align with my personal mission, vision, and values so that I can make sure that I'm spending that time being fulfilled, engaging, sinking my teeth into something that I care about versus just tasks, right? Again, we talked about this in the last episodes. We've gotten a tremendous amount of time back. We're more efficient than ever due to technology, but we're not getting, we're not getting any more done, right? We're filling it with more things so that we can continue to, to call ourselves busy, but we're not actually, uh, so often those things aren't in alignment with our mission and vision and values. So take a second to connect those dots. Again, that's an internal dialogue. That's a conversation with yourself, but there's also a, a language shift there, right? It's that, it's that shift from, from busy to abundance, and then it's, okay, now, now what am I doing with it? What, do I, what am I missing out on? What experiences do I want to have? And if and when I get those experiences, those opportunities, those, those chances to engage, are they with things that I care most about? So another area that we can expand on this is to be realistic. 
So one of the very real facts of our lives is that being busy might not go away. So I think it's important to just identify or understand that, that the goal, this conversation, these shifts in language, these mindset shifts, the goal is not necessarily to be less busy or the goal is not to make being busy go away. That is just a very real fact of how we have to show up day to day. Um, specifically, oftentimes, if you are a driven individual in multiple areas of your life, you are going to have high demands on your time, and that's going to create a very packed schedule, right? You're going to have a lot to show up for, and you're going to have a lot of different ways in which you need to show up in different areas of your life, um, your career, work, uh, family, friends, yourself, the list goes on. So I think one of the most important, maybe first steps for a lot of people is to don't spend, don't spend your time fighting it. Right? I think a lot of people, when I talk to them, and a lot of these conversations were spurred from this last uh, podcast episode, is that they, they're working towards a, a fictitious period of time where they're not busy or where they kind of somehow miraculously have all this extra time and space. Um, and, and maybe that will come, but I think it's, it's a long way away for a lot of people, right? Maybe it's retirement or maybe it's when your kids are out of the house or may, you know, whatever it is, but it's, it's not tomorrow and it's not next month and it's probably not next year. Um, so I think it's important to, to stop resisting um, being busy, stop chasing a fictitious potentially moment in time when you can arrive at some destination that feels better than where you're at now. Let's work to change where you're at now. Let's work to reimagine what that can look and feel like. Because I think, I think being busy is just part of it. Again, let's be realistic. Right? If you have big goals, if you have things you're excited about, you should be busy. Right? I think that's the other piece is that this is not a bad thing. Right? We just want to be busy in the direction of the things we care most about. I love to be busy. That means that I'm having opportunities to engage in areas that I care deeply about. Um, if I'm not busy, something's wrong. Right? I'm not engaged. What's happening? Um, so. I think that's a, an important shift. It's just let's just imagine that 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 is that's that's part of it. But I think that's an important mindset shift that helps us maximize um, how you think about things. Right, as soon as you can relinquish what often is a very tight grip on this thought that I should be doing it better or I should be less busy, or I should, I, sh I should be in a position where I don't, have to, I don't have to live this way or go through my days this way, or I shouldn't have to be so frantic. If we can just back up off of that, again, give ourselves a little grace and know that this is just part of the ride. And, and it really is, a, is an amazing 
part of it. It, it, it. There's so much opportunity when we're able to engage fully, which creates us being busy, right? It creates that full schedule. It creates that those full days. But it's so much of it is is just how we reframe this. And 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 one of the most important things for me, and, and truthfully, I think one of the most freeing mindset shifts that we can have is to relinquish our grip and our incessant pursuit of balance. I don't think balance is the goal. I don't think balance, one, it's not realistic. Nothing is balanced, right? We don't move, we don't get to the end of our day and every piece of the pie is equal and it's pretty and fits in the perfect box and and that's that's a that's a you know that's our marker for for a good day or a good month or a good life i think that things should be inherently unbalanced when you are excited and engaged and in pursuit of things that are in alignment with your with your primary drivers right when you're when you're training for a big goal, when you're training for a big event, when you're focused on yourself, when you're showing up consistently, that thing takes time. You are engaged. You're giving, you're giving that training. You're, you're giving um, the preparation for that event more time. That creates unbalance. But that's, a, that's an amazing experience. That's great. Of course it should be unbalanced. Right, because if it were balanced, you wouldn't be all in. You wouldn't be pursuing that thing to the fullest extent of your potential. Let's put that in a work um, frame of mind. If you're really excited about what you're doing, if you're engaged, if you're um, focused, of course that thing's going to be unbalanced. You're all in. You're fired up, right? And so you could put could put that mindset, that framework in any area of your life. And the, the, the critical piece is that if we can loosen our grip on balance, it, it frees up so much mental space for us to move through our days in a way that, that um, doesn't weigh us down, right? So often at any point in our day, we are reflecting on how we are not getting it right, how we are not balanced, how we are not managing our time in a way you know, that, that fits this perfect construct that we feel like we should should arrive at. Balance is not the goal. Things should be unbalanced. When we are in the, in pursuit of things we care about, there is an inherent uh, lack of balance, and that is a beautiful thing. Um, now, it doesn't mean that we totally shut off all other areas of our lives, but it means that we recognize that to, to be fully invested, there has to be a lack of balance. Um, so I think that they're one of the biggest opportunities as it relates to our conversation around being busy is to stop thinking about balance. Stop using the word balance. There, there is none, right? It is, it is about the sum total of the effort, right? Get to the end of, of a week or a month or a year and reflect on are the areas that you engaged in being, are they fulfilling? And are you 
are you putting energy into those areas in a way that feels positive and appropriate? Right? Again, we're not trying to shut off other areas of our lives. If I'm going all in on the training aspect of things, well, I, I still want to spend time with my family. I still need to show up for work. But maybe that those ratios shift, right? And, and maybe there's conversation to be had with myself and those around me that support me to say, hey, this is what I care about and I'm, I'm going to go all in, right? We're going to see a shift in the balance of things. But I want you to be there to support me and I want you to be along for the ride. And this is something that's important to me. And, and this is how I'm going to feel like I'm engaged. This is how I'm going to spend my time being busy. So if we can back off a of balance, again, it frees up so much space and opportunity to reframe how we think about the sum total of our efforts. Next piece is to carve out time to think. So when, I, when I'm having conversations with people around them being busy, again, unfortunately, it's oftentimes around being busy and the fact that has kept them from doing the things that they really want to be doing. So when we're having these conversations and it's, yeah, I'm, I'm too busy to do this or, um, you know, I wasn't able to accomplish that because I was too busy. There is an underlying feeling that there's no time and space for reflection. There's no time and space to actually be proactive as it relates to us being busy, right? There's this kind of, an, and, and you can put yourself in this situation or, or, or reflect on this. I, I'm sure so many of you have had, have felt this way. Where, you know, you just think, God, if I just, if I just could have a few minutes to just think versus from bouncing from thing to thing or, or, you know, always feeling like I'm running five minutes behind or it, you know, this thing is just out of my reach or my grasp. If I could just have a second to, to think, I, I could get ahead of this. You know, I could plan. I could, I could, I could be proactive. We've talked about this a lot on this show, this idea of proactive versus reactive. This busy conversation is a very reactive conversation. When we are in this position um, that I'm talking about, it's, it, we're being reactive, right? We're putting out fires. We're bouncing around from thing to thing. We're not proactively managing our time in alignment with, with who we are and, and who we most want to be. So. One of the most um, actionable things that you can do is to carve out some time to think. Because what, what, often, what our days often look like is from the moment we wake up to the time we go to bed, we're put on high alert. We are immediately engaged, right? And this could start with, this could start with engaging in social media, right? So as soon as we wake up, it's check your email, it's check Instagram, check Facebook, TikTok, the list goes on. And then we move on from there, right? We're constantly engaged. We're constantly put on high alert throughout our day. And then often we finish our days with that same 
input, right? I would think, or or my biggest um, recommendation to anyone that that isn't currently doing this is to set aside dedicated time every day to think. So that can look a lot of different ways. Um, can, you can read. Um, you can write. You could research a topic you're interested in. You can record a podcast. You could be on a podcast. It's about engaging with your thoughts and really pushing yourself to be engaged with yourself. So we're not externally, we're not projecting, right? We're not responding to external cues. We're in control of that time and how we think. Um, could also certainly be a meditation practice. Could be quiet time. And it doesn't have to be a tremendous amount of time. But there's so much value in setting aside time for thoughtful work, right? Thoughtful um, activities. Just, just thinking. Could be in the morning, could be at night before you go to bed, um, could be any time throughout your day. You know, literally five minutes can shift the entire feeling of how we move through our days. Um, one of the best ways to do this is you have to set up parameters. So you have to set yourself up for success. Um, one of the areas this manifests itself so often in our lives is with our phones, right? Now, I don't want to harp on how you should use your phone or when or, or, or whatever, but I think that there's value in taking some space away again or creating some space around that, that input mechanism, right? You pick up your phone, you touch an app, immediately you are getting, you're, you're getting input that tells you to respond, tells you to react, be it with emotion or be it with your time if you're checking email. And so um, set up parameters to set yourself up for success. One of, the, one of the best ways to do this is to put your phone in another room, right? When you go to bed, charge your phone somewhere else. That way when you wake up, maybe there's a moment there that you can think. Um, and again, maybe it's not, you're, maybe you're not doing something. Maybe you're not reading. It's just time with your thoughts, right, while you're getting ready. Take some time to reflect. Think about your day. Where are opportunities for success? Um, and where are there going to be things that are going to be um, potential pitfalls? Same thing when you go to bed. Put your phone somewhere else. Right? Can you read before bed? Can you think? Um, can you talk to your partner? Um, talk to your kids? Whatever it is. Set yourself up to be in a less reactive state. And again, we're talking minutes on the day that can totally shift the framework and your mindset around how you feel like you're moving through that day. If you have a second to be proactive versus immediately responding, it is going to completely shift how you set yourself up for success and how you move through your day. Um, so... When we have time to think, it can dramatically shift the course of this larger conversation around being busy. Because that's the pervasive mindset. 
in my experience, is that there's just a, a frenetic nature to how people feel like they're moving through their days, and they feel like they don't have time to think. They don't have time to actually set themselves up for success. And I promise if you can set, just carve out a moment um, for yourself, things will start to take shape. Right? You'll start to find those opportunities to engage in the things that you want to engage in. Um, so the next thing is let's not think about being busy as just tasks or work. So again, when people describe how they're busy, it's, it's, it's through the lens of what they're doing from a task perspective, right? Oh, I got a million things going on, work's crazy. Um, I got to, you know, run X, Y, and Z errands. The list goes on. So what I mean by this is, is that relationships matter too. So when we're thinking about being busy, we have to think about where relationships factor into our time, right? This is another thing that, that keeps this language around being busy from being fulfilling or creates a negative connotation is that it often doesn't include a conversation around relationships. There's two types of relationships that I'm talking about as it relates to this topic. One is a relationship with others. The other is a relationship with ourselves. These are the two primary forms a relationship can take, and they're both critical as it relates to how we engage in our days. Relationships with others often manifest themselves um, as a support network. So if we're going to be busy, so again, if we, if we know that's a fact of life, Busy is something we might not be able to get away from because we have these things we really want to accomplish, right? We have these things we need to accomplish because we have responsibilities for ourselves and for others and for commitments we've made and so on. So with that being a very real fact of life, <clears throat> more often than not, when I talk to people about what it looks and feels like to be busy, the picture that they paint is one where they're going at it alone. Right, So it's, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do X. I have to do Y. I have to go to this place. I have to, I have to deliver here. Right? It's, it's I, I, me, me, me. One of the most important shifts that we can make is that it has to be we. Right? You have to identify where you need support so that this can be a fulfilling endeavor. Doing everything alone does not create a space where we feel um, satisfied, engaged, um, happy, pick your adjective. So first when we think about being busy. We need to think about where is there space for me to bring in other people? Where is there space for support so that I can get the most out of this experience? We do more with community than we do by ourselves. That is, that is a proven, um, societal and scientific fact. So one, can you, can you identify areas where you can bring in other people, where you can bring in support? 
Don't think about being busy as just a list of tasks that you have to accomplish on your own. This is also part of the relationship component is part of this overall uh, overarching um, cup that we need to fill, right? There has to be a relationship component to where we spend our time, right? We have to, we have to give into, we have to give time to relationships so that it's not just all task oriented, right? That's what creates burnout, right? If you're just training, for instance, and you're pushing towards a big goal and you do it all by yourself and you just show up day after day and push, 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 drive, 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 you're going to drive to burnout, right? It's not sustainable. You have to bring in other people in the fold. You have to have um, accountability partners. You have to have people you can have conversations with. You have to have a support network that you can rely on. And the same thing is true for any other goal or thing that we need or want to accomplish in our lives. So think about where that time expenditure, um, where relationships come play into that. The other part of the relationship is the relationship with ourselves. So this is the most important piece. And this is something that I believe so strongly in, specifically as it relates to to high performers and being busy, is that we often find ourselves, again, when I'm talking to people, athletes or otherwise, how's the relationship with yourself? Are you staying healthy? Are you moving? Are you fueling your body? Are you sleeping? Are you able to manage your stress? Right? These are all ways that we show up for ourselves. The answer is no. Right? We, we, we pour into these other areas, and it means that we, we take away from, from how we show up for ourselves. This is the most important piece. If you take nothing else away from this episode, know that it is not selfish to show up for yourself. You cannot show up in these other areas of your life. You can't be busy productively in a way that's fulfilling and not show up for yourself, right? And again, there's, there's, this is a multi-pronged, multifaceted um, relationship that we have with ourselves. I believe that movement has to be a part of that. There's also how we fuel our bodies. So food, hydration, sleep, um, discipline where we value things and how much we value them dictates where we show up, right? That is, that's, there's a discipline required to create those systems. That, that is going to, to have a massive impact on all these other things that we've talked about. So one, think about your relationship with yourself. So again, being busy is not just a task list. Being busy means Am I, am I showing up for all of these areas? And I would argue that the first place you have to show up before you can show up for those goals or those tasks or, or other relationships in your life, you have to show up for yourself. And you have to show up for yourself in a way that's meaningful and, and is in alignment with who you want to be. And it doesn't mean that you're chasing a particular body composition or a particular level of fitness or you have to be fast, you know, a fast runner or cyclist. It, it, it's not outcome oriented at all. I'm purely talking about the intrinsic value that we place on keeping ourselves at the forefront so that we can show up in other areas of our lives. Because if that falters, 
we don't show up completely in these other areas. So again, let's think about being busy as a more nuanced, um, a, a more nuanced conversation than just this is my task list. Um, this this shows how busy I am. There has to be there has to be more. We we have to um, we have to put time into other things than just our our to do list. And again, by doing that, it's going to make the pursuit of those things much more enjoyable, right? If we're receiving support from others, we're not just going at it alone, and we're showing up for ourselves consistently, then then all of these other pieces really start to feel much more fulfilling. So the last piece is that it's important to remember that doing something good enough is good enough. And to give a little background there, so often what keeps people from from taking proactive steps to enrich their lives, to move through their days in a way that's more fulfilling, to do things in alignment with who they want to be, right? Any and all the things that we've talked about on this episode as well as subsequent episodes is that that they're chasing perfection, right? I say, well, Taylor, those those are great ideas. Those are great, you know, thoughts. I don't have, I can't do that. I don't know where to start. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't, you know, my life's not like yours. Um, and while that's true, yes, I, I, everyone is going to have to figure out what this looks and feels like for them um, as individuals based on your circumstances and, and your, you know, the facts of your life. However, what keeps so many people from starting is, is that mindset that, well, if I can't do it all, I'm not going to do any of it. Do something. Right? Being good enough is a good enough place to start. So can you set aside five minutes in the morning to think? Or if we back up even more, can you charge your phone in another room of the house so that you can not be reactive first thing in the morning? Or can you read one page before bed in a book and you set that goal, right? Discipline leads to discipline. Small steps lead to bigger things. So don't feel like if you can't do it all, that you shouldn't do any of it. Um, Don't get derailed by not having all of the pieces in place, right? You're like, well, Taylor, you know, my job isn't fulfilling. I'm just doing this work because this is what I need to do to provide for myself, provide for my family as a stepping stone to something else, whatever it is. I totally get that. Work doesn't have to be the thing that defines us, right? It doesn't have to be what you're passionate about. Where can you direct your energy, right? Work is something you have to do. You have a certain amount of responsibility there. It takes up a certain amount of your time. Where can you look in other areas of your life to set yourself up for success and do things in alignment with your mission, vision, and values? I'm not saying that every aspect of your life has to be in perfect alignment with that. But again, 
you will start to pursue those things, even if it's not something that you're uniquely passionate about, you'll start to pursue those things in a way that feels wholly different when when you start to engage and set yourself up for success in small ways in other areas of your life. Again, maybe it's not you not showing up for yourself. How can you do that? What's one small thing you can do this week that gets you moving in the right direction? Um, right? Can you go for a short walk in the morning? Can you do 10 push-ups beside your bed when you get out of bed in the morning? Right? Very, very, very small things. It doesn't have to be a massive undertaking. Again, discipline builds discipline. Right? And what you're really working to do is to develop discipline in key areas of your life and then to watch that grow. Um, and that, that will happen. <clears throat> so don't, if you're thinking like, yeah, that's, that's great. And, and this is the sentiment that is pervasive when I talk to people about these concepts is that, well, I don't, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the space. Um, I'm barely getting enough sleep as it is. The list goes on. I hear you. One thing, one small thing in one area. And again, try to make that an area that you want to see movement in, right? You want to see some, some momentum. Is it work? Is it relationships? Um, you know, if you feel like you're not, um, one of the things that, that happens when we get busy is the relationships with others often get put to the side, right? We're like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing all I can do to hang on in this, you know, doing, keeping the ship afloat here. I don't have time to go engage with these people. But again, that support network, those relationships are, are critical. Can you, you know, set a goal of meeting a friend one time this month for a 15 minute walk, right? Or go have a cup of coffee or, you know, again, Small things. It doesn't have to be every day or every week. What's realistic given where you're at? And again, try to make it in alignment with an area you want to see, you want to produce some momentum. So don't just make it random. Make it in alignment with how you want to move through your days. What would be more fulfilling? What are you missing out on? What are you not getting enough of? This is where you want to invest your time. So again, just to recap, one, let's identify where we're not spending our time. So again, building on this language of abundance versus busy, get clear on what you feel like you're missing, and then make sure that what you're doing is in alignment with your vision, mission, and values. So um, if you got some time back, if you were able to create space, what would you do with it? And are those things or is that thing in alignment with who you want to be and what you're most passionate about? Next is to be realistic. It's probably not realistic to think that you're going to be less busy. That is not our goal. The goal is to be busy in alignment with, with how you want to live your life. So don't spend your time fighting it, trying to free up space if it's not realistic. Spend your time trying to think about how to engage in ways that feel productive, fulfilling, engaging. And again, start small. What can you do right now to provide some discipline, to provide an inflection point that will allow you to build from there? 
Next is to carve out time to think. Again, the pervasive mindset is that, I, that you don't have time to, to sit with your thoughts. You don't have time to plan, to think, to do good work. Um, set yourself up for success. Carve out some time to think. Read, write, record, research, just meditate. Um, whatever it is, set yourself up for an opportunity to not be reactive. Again, the key here is that so often the things in our lives when it comes to technology and how we engage on a daily basis put us in a reactive state immediately, right? You check Instagram, you're immediately reacting emotionally. Um, If you check your email, you're reacting emotionally as well as physically. Set aside some time to not be reactive. That time to think is a proactive space and that can dramatically change your mindset and your physical well-being when it comes to how you feel like you're moving through the day when you're not immediately put on alert um, or you don't go to bed feeling that way. So maybe that time to think is in the morning or in the evening when you can create some buffers um, to be less reactive. Next is to don't think about being busy or to not think about being busy is just a task list. Busy should include relationships. The two types of relationships are going to be a relationship with others and a relationship with yourself. So where do those things fit in? Relationship with others comes in the form of support. Relationship with yourself comes in the form of showing up for yourself so that you can show up for others. So it's not just a task list. When we think about being busy, we need to think about relationships and support and how we support ourselves as well as um, support others and receive that support. And lastly, being good enough is good enough. So if you don't have all the pieces in place, that's fine. Start somewhere. And identify an area where you want to start that you feel like you're not, you feel like that area is not in alignment with your core values, your mission, or your vision. Again, set aside just a small thing. Um, Doesn't have to be everything. Perfection is not the goal. And if you feel like you can't, Put all of this into motion right now, which most of us cannot. What can you do right now? What can you do today? What can you do tomorrow? What can you do this month to move you in that direction? Because again, discipline leads to discipline. Small steps will lead to bigger steps, which will ultimately lead to physical and mental shifts that will dramatically change um, what it looks and feels like to move through your days. So, um, as always, I hope this is valuable. Thanks for your feedback, for your questions. Um, ThomasEnduranceCoaching.com for anything that we talk about on the show to connect with a coach. Um, so much of, of this as it relates to a consistent movement, movement practice um, can be mitigated with the support uh, that a coach provides to an athlete. So if you're not able to show up for yourself, Um, we would love to have a conversation with you around how we can help you do that and work within the parameters of your life um, and help you rethink and reimagine what it can look and feel like to show up for yourself in a way that feels productive and good and healthy and sustainable. So again, that's thomasendurancecoaching.com. Click on the right-hand corner to talk with a coach. Um, As always, enduranceminded.com. Please continue to, to engage with our community um, let us know 
Um, let us know what's going on, how we can help, what resonates, what doesn't, areas that you want us to weigh in on. We got such great feedback from, uh, from the Being Busy as a Mindset podcast. Uh, if there's anything that resonates with this one, please let us know uh, at enduranceminded.com. Uh, thanks as always for your support. It means the world. I'll see you next time on Endurance Minded.